wake up and get out of bed Don't delay your sleepy head Grab a seat on the couch Listen to what we're talking about In a Saturday morning pajamas Hello and welcome, pour yourself a bowl of cereal Grab a spot on the couch and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas I'm your host, Jax, and this week I have a special treat for y'all we are going back to a movie from my childhood. We are going back to 1995's Disney live-action movie, Heavyweights. This was back in the day before Disney did a ton of made-for-TV movies like they did in the late 90s, early 2000s. This is before... This is actually around the time they still got somewhat into theaters. So this is around the tail end of that time frame. Um, I caught part of the Disney Renaissance just because... These were really good movies, uh, Heavyweights, The Big Green, movies of that nature were just really big around that time. I think A Kid in King Arthur's Court came out around that time as well. I don't remember, oh, that might have been Disney, I know I've seen it on the Disney Channel, but this was just a time when there was quite a few live action movies that would appeal to not the super young kids, but not the real older ones either, like kind of tweenish. Um, you know, before everybody started loving High School Musical and all that stuff. <laughs> so, without further ado, for those who have not seen the movie, why go into a bit of the plot? So, this movie is about a kid named Jerry. Jerry, to put it lightly, is fat. That's what he is. He is slow, he gets made fun of. You know, he hates it, but that's what life is. Um, his mom, she's skinny. His dad has a little belly to him, uh, but his dad had time to fill out. Jerry's overweight. So it's the end of school year. Jerry's looking forward to just going home and having the summer to have fun. Well, no. His parents decide to send him to fat camp. Jerry refuses to go because, you know, he's not going. He tells his dad, you, you're fairer than me. You go. And, you know, he's definitely not going. You know, he put his foot down. Oh, next thing we're on an airplane, he's flying. So Jerry runs into Roy. Yeah, we'll call him Keenan Thompson, because that's who's played by Keenan Thompson, <laughs> um, on the plane, and he just tells him about how fat camp's great, because you're not the fat kid. Everyone's the fat kid. It's a great place, and this nice old couple run the camp, and they make it really fun for everybody, so he's really excited. Uh, so they get to, you know, they get to where the camp is, because in this world, people fly to their camps, whatever. Uh, he gets to the camp, and... They meet a lot of other people. Their main counselor is actually someone who went th has going, been going to the camp since he was a kid. Doesn't look it, but you know what? That's okay. Some people, you know, it's genetics. Uh, but he's been there for like 18 years. Uh, and his name is Pat, and he is like really cool to have fun with, and he really cares for the kids. So he's like the father figure in the movie. Really great. The other main counselor is Tim, who everybody teases because Tim was once fat, but he's lost weight. So they tease him for being skinny, and it's all good-natured. On the first night there at the camp, they get ready to have an assembly with the Bushkins, the people who own, run, own and run the camp, only to find out the Bushkins had to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy and sold the camp. Who did they sell the camp to? Tony Perkins, played by Ben Stiller. And Ben Stiller's Tony Perkins is, has decided that you know he's going to take his money because his parents were rich, and he's going to buy this fat camp, and he's going to film an infomercial to sell on late night TV, because that's a dream to aspire to. 
already the kids are kind of weary because this is, you know, not what they were in for. You know, they were told it was fun and it's, it's a big change. And now you're on TV and, uh, and no, apparently no one told the rest of the staff. No one told Tim. No one told Pat. They had a new nurse this year named Julie. No one told her. And you, you would think this would be something you would know about. They have all new counselors. They changed things up. The kids had snuck food into the camp. That all went away. There was this giant um, in the lake. This thing called the blob. It was basically like a giant whoopee cushion. I don't know. About, I can't think of a better word. Uh, where one person uh, sits on the very edge and the other person jumps from a high place onto the other end. And the air movement would cause you to fly up and fly into the lake. Well, they, can't, they harpooned that. Uh, there was go-karts that got rid of those. And just took a lot away a lot of the fun stuff. The parents don't believe when the kids call, but with sources, Tony doesn't care about the kids. He abuses them. He uh, he withholds meals from them because he wants them to, you know, lose the weight. So he has that great uh, infomercial ending. He just does a lot of psychological torture. And anytime someone brings it up, he points out how it's his camp. He owns it. And if it ha happens to be Pat that's bringing this up, he points out how Pat is overweight, so Pat cannot not. Bleh. Pat cannot know what's healthy. Things take a turn for the worse when the summer gets about two weeks from Parents' Day and the kids have started to gain weight. Now, how do they gain weight, you might ask? Well, it helps them if someone's sneaking food in for them, but, you know, that can't be it at all. Uh, I personally think it's uh, when you starve the kids, their bodies go into hunger, starvation mode, and that might withhold a few more calories. So a combination of that, eating all the junk food that's being snuck in, um, and just being depressing place probably just did a number on them. Because the kids have actually gained weight, Tony decides, all right, screw this, we're going to go on a hike to, you know, cleanse ourselves. A 20-mile hike without food or anything, and which none of the kids are equipped, uh, and the kids have had it. They, they've talked to the, count, the Pat and Tim and Julie before they before they left and they everybody was gonna try and think of something because they knew Tony had to be stopped. Well the kid Tony goes friggin' Bilbo Baggins give me my precious crazy on this hike and the kids find an old basically a big hole in the ground like an old shaft or something and they manage to get him trapped. They take Tony hostage. They then have one night where they have like sort of food orgy. Like seriously it's like is insane. They order pizza and chicken, all this stuff that really sounds good, but just makes it look disgusting. But you know, they had one night of fun, and the next day, Pat was like, "Okay, from now on, we're gonna take charge of our own diets. We're going to eat better. We're gonna exercise." And they everybody started walking together. Uh, they were having classes with Nurse Julie about you know fruits and vegetables and how to make their own healthy meals. And I mean, it was only about a week and a half or so of actual good dieting until Parents' Day, but the kids were doing a lot better. Well, Parents' Day comes, Tony escapes, goes batshit crazy again, and this time the they actually end up just calling, I don't know why they didn't call the police, but they called Tony's father, because uh, he was big, some, some bigwig, so he had all the money, and none of the kids wanted to leave. So he put Pat in charge, and the kids got to spend out the summer. There's this big race at the end of this, a relay race at the end of the summer with Camp MVP, which is the kids who are doing sports and all summer. And the, the camp MVP always wins. But, you know what? The guys want to give it their best shot, and 
they actually won. It did help. There was like a call of knowledge, so it wasn't strictly sports. It was some stuff that the you know, well, it wasn't things that the the fat camp was actually training to do. Like the MVP kids were trained to do sports. It still gave them a ch chance. And they had their whole big great ending, and we had the best summer ever. And woo, the end. <laughs> Want to know some more of my thoughts and other little tidbits? We'll hold right there, and we'll be back after this quick uh, quick break from some friends of mine. Hey, Mr. Stallone, have you heard the Movie Source Rex podcast? Uh, I don't know much about the Movie Source Rex podcast, but I, uh, I hear that it's a really great podcast, great movie show. Uh, they got impressions. They're not good impressions, but they're impressions. Uh, you know, they got uh, movie news. They got uh, movie discussion. You know, I don't know much about the movie discussion, but uh, go see my new movie, Expendables 10, you know? If you want to hear more stuff like this, head over to the Movie Source Rex podcast. Or don't. Or, or don't. It don't, it don't really fucking matter, does it? Do what you want. But yeah, uh, maybe maybe do. Or don't. Please. <laughs> please. Please. Please listen to us. Where can people find us? They can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. And they can get in contact with the show via Twitter by tweeting at MREX Podcast. That's at MREX Podcast. Is that all right? Welcome back. Okay, so some little tidbits about the movie. First off is, if you've seen the movie Grandma's Boy, the main guy Alex, he plays Kenny the cameraman. Because I'm sitting there going, no way. And it was him totally. And I just realized how Valley Girl that sounded. But yes, Alex from Grandma's Days, and this is Kenny the cameraman. Like I still remember that character to this day. Um, there were some other people that did bits and pieces here. We had Keenan Thompson... Um, in the movie, the kid who played Goldberg in the My Ducks movies played Josh in this movie. Let's see. Um, those are the main ones. There's a few other people that look familiar, but I really can't place them. A lot of the people I looked up had done just, like, a lot of one-off spots on TV shows and things. So, very good. So, you know, really good cast, really good movie. For being a kid's movie, being a Disney movie, I know I'm looking at this through nostalgia's eyes, but... It's a really good movie, and I recommend it. Um, overall, it's just like a really good feel good. There's a few scenes where it's like total ADR, and you can really tell. But you know what? X-Men Apocalypse that came out this year had that. You've had 21 years to fix stuff, okay, movie people? It's, it's, it's going to happen, unfortunately. Uh, all we can do is hope they do a little better. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, and the big thing. This movie has sparked my theory. Who here has seen Dodgeball? More, Walt, Walt Goodman. Yeah, there you go. The global gym owner from Dodgeball. I swear to you, he is Tony Perkins with a new name. Why you mask? Well, Tony Perkins was a kid who grew up rich. He never interacted with other kids. He had private tutors his whole life. And, you know, and then he's just really big, you know, and goes from there. And he has money to do stuff wherever he wants. Well, in Dodgeball, same type of personality, can, you know, picks on the little guy, thinks he can do whatever he wants. I think, you know, just, he got tired of being Tony, and he decided, you know what, I'm going to distance myself from what happened at that camp. I'm going to go, I'm going to do this over here. And that's what happens, and that is my theory, and you can probably read about 50 other people's same theories, but 
that's why I believe. <laughs> Overall, once again, great movie. I would definitely suggest checking it out. Uh, I did watch this with AJ earlier this evening. He decided not to join me for the podcast as he had a long day at work. Um, he never saw us as a child, so he is not quite as enamored as me. That was decent, but I'm raving about this a lot more than he is. Um, so that is it. Uh, thank you all for listening. I do want to give a shout out to all my peeps listening on Stitcher, since you know all you guys can listen to anywhere, anytime, anywhere. And those who don't have Stitcher can find the app at Stitcher.com. I just want to give a shout out to all my friends listening on TuneIn, iTunes, Podbean Player, and Google Play Music. Great services with a lot of other great podcasts to listen to. And as always, I gotta say, if you like this podcast even a little bit, why not consider donating? Even a dollar. All you gotta do. Check out details on the blog post at nonoms.net. That's N-O-N-O-M-S dot net. And I want to thank you all once again for listening. And if you do have any questions, or you know what? Actually, I have a question for you. I want to know what is your favorite Disney live-action Disney movie. I'm not talking about the ones that go to theaters like The Jungle Book or whatever. I'm talking about the ones that went straight to DVD or they were out like a long time ago, like 20-something years ago. I'm talking the original Peach Dragon, uh, Lots of Luck, which was like a Frankie and Annette movie that I randomly freaking saw late at night on Disney once. Um... Oh gosh, Heavyweights, The Big Green, um, any of these. They're just, these are just the ones that come to my mind right away. But what's your favorite Disney movie that's live action? You know, not a big screen one, just something that came out a long time ago that you remember from your childhood and that you love. Let me know, because I'd be interested in checking them out. Um, so, yeah, and just let me know. Leave a comment at the blog post at nonoms.net. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram under smp underscore jacks. We also have a Facebook Look for Saturday morning pajamas as well there. And you can find us in our Acrobus. Alright, I look forward with hearing from you and I will see you next week. Bye.